Uh, three, two, one. Full of girls and it's going real sway. Hey, hey. The next stop is the East Side Motel. We used to chase that tad and look afraid. Couple of kids in a Chevrolet. It's a little air when we cross the tracks. Sipping off some from a paper sack. Hang your shirt on a maple lamp. Hello. Welcome to Burbeck and Garrison. Burbeck and Garrison. Hi, guys. Oh, <laughs> um, yes, hello. That was so, so bright. How um, is everyone doing today? Good, wonderful. I don't think Great. I'm recovering as much as some of the live show fans. Mm. Yeah, I think there's probably a couple people that might be down. What were you guys' thoughts about the live show? I it was great. The I sound, didn't. Re- the sound was fucked up. The sound. Yeah, well, we could have fixed that if you guys listen to me. But whatever, it's fine. We're not doing another I, live show. I thought about it on the way here, and I was like, I, I, "Man, I should have answered this question better when they asked what I don't like about you guys." And it's like asking me for IT advice, but not taking my IT advice, <laughs> and then getting mad at me when shit doesn't sound good. I so wish like, you motherfucker. I wish we had a really good IT guy. How you're always crying about. But stuff. Mariah yeah, did crazy. have a good point. Um, if we do do another live show and we have every like we have like tables and chairs for everyone and then when it's time for the live show everyone goes and takes a seat at their table and chair i Mm. feel like that will keep the noise down and everyone would be able to hear us better i don't think so if people are still going to be drunk and like fucking just partying and shit yeah Yeah. i don't want to have to like hush people and i mean we, we shouldn't we wouldn't have to be able to like the microphones that are the bluetooth ones you can hear perfectly fine over the music and shit. So if we didn't have, you know, if we had like the microphones that plugged directly in there, it would have sounded fucking 10 times better I mean, without the feedback and shit. We too. could always just use the two they have and just pass them along, you know, or we could just get two yeah, more plug in ones. You can't wait to say what you want to say. Like you can't just wait in line. All that. We, we need the right shit. Yeah. Well, try yeah. to tell y'all motherfuckers. Everyone was drunk. Drunk, Ronnie Harper passed out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't drink anything. Fucking DeShane and motherfucking Jeff were off the fuck. They were in fine form. I fine form. I ain't been on the wagon. Yeah. Do you guys know my mom didn't hear Dre say the, like, Tammy the was the sexiest <laughs> thing? And then they were taking a picture. I was like, Mom, did you not hear what he said about you? And she was like, what? <laughs> and then he was like, no, no, no. My mom was like, what? And I told her, and she was like, are you kidding me, Dre? She was like, that's because you're talking about T-A-M-M-Y. I'm T-A-M-I. <laughs> hey, speaking of Dre, where's he at tonight? He's got a Fuck, yeast infection bro. or some shit. I heard it was a urinary tract infection. That sounds, sounds about right. Is Same there a thing. difference? I don't know. There is. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, he got it. I mean, I He's hope he gets it. better. It could, it could have been a herpes flare-up. We don't know. No, we don't. He's in our prayers. He's, he's in our <laughs> yeah. prayers. Everybody Pr- send flowers, warriors. and uh, we'll probably have a GoFundMe for his herpes medication. <laughs> yes. Shit gets expensive. Man. But it shout does, out to dude. Jesse, because that studio is dope. If yeah, you want to host any dope. like yeah, birthdays, yeah. events, it's like he's such having, a dope spot. He's having the, the big fight coming up. I didn't know this oh, Saturday. Yeah. This Saturday. It's not this Saturday. When is it? The 22nd mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, like I've seen him advertise for that, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going. You going? Yeah, we should go. Fuck, bro. Yeah, I, I want to see that fight. I, I oh, can't I wait that for that too. fight. Excuse what me. fight is it? 
Garcia and uh, Ryan Garcia and Javante oh, yeah, Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's big, dude. Yeah. It's like been a lot of hype around that. There's shit. so many. There's so much drama in boxing, bro, and so much corruption. Like in UFC, they're not gonna play that shit. Like the two biggest dudes you have in a division are gonna fight each other. Yeah. In boxing, there's so many different whatever like organizations within boxing, mm. like IBF and fucking whatever all these different ones and they don't ever want to fight each other bro so you got like showtime hbo Mm -hmm. golden boy whoever the mayweather like all these different motherfuckers bro and they all duck each other so you never really get the right fights fights, made which is why like mayweather and pacquiao that would have never happened in ufc there's no way yeah for sure like when those two dudes when they should have fought and it just kept lingering on mm-hmm. for another four years or some until Pacquiao fucking like got a little over the hill or his Past or his, his roids were <laughs> and whatever the fuck he was doing or on. Age. Hey, whoa, whoa, with the roids! Pacquiao was a savage, bro. <laughs> he was. I'm not gonna take that away from him, but I think you know at the same time I think started going was, downhill a little bit. I definitely think he. Yeah, he was, just got older, man. You don't think Pacquiao was doing some shit? No. Is that a serious no? The way you said it, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know how to take that. I, I, don't, know I, if I, I, I that. don't think so. It's a heavy, I don't think so. Bro, Pacquiao was getting better with age. Like this dude was. So Tom Brady's on steroids? Probably, yep. yes. Yes. No, he's on fucking. <laughs> he's shit? on next stem level. Cell, stem cell. Yeah, that whole. No, he's not on testosterone. He's on some stem shit cell. that the normal population. That, that motherfucker probably him. drops $100,000 a month on that, whatever the that fuck. That boy's he's on an aborted umbilical cord. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> straight to the veins. What was your guys' favorite thing about the podcast, the live show? I like just seeing everybody, mm-hmm. you know, just seeing people there. It was cool that uh, Justin and his dog Humphrey showed up. I really yeah, enjoyed that. that was dope. I wish I had more time to spend there and, and talk with him. I must have pet his dog for about 10 minutes. Humphrey's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the best part. Humphrey was the best part of the fucking live show. I think Dang. my favorite part was like putting the face to people because I hear you guys mm. talk about these people and I'm like, oh yeah, like I know who this person is, but I don't know them. Like so Bob then, Valentine? Yeah, when Bob Valentine yeah, came in, I was like, what's man. your name? Because he bought a previous ticket and he was like, Bob. And I was like, Bob Valentine? And he was like, yeah. And he probably <laughs> has no clue. Like, And I'm like, yeah. You, you oh met Bob at my house. Remember when he said fucking... Yeah. Well, that was over the phone. Oh, was it? Yeah, so it was cool to like finally see these people and like actually see them in person. Like Max? Yeah. Ronnie mm-hmm. Harper, drunk ass. <laughs> Jay, what was your favorite part? Probably that. I don't want to just copy you, but that that is cool, man. Like <laughs> seeing people come through that. It's it's crazy, man. Like you, uh, like the fans will come there and then they'll start talking to you about the show, and it's like they know you. They're listening to you all the time. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not really talking to them, right? So I'm not not at the show in in the podcast sense. Like they're right. listening to your shit week in and week out. So they'll come up to you and start talking about shit. They're they're like on a personal level with you. Yeah. You might not even be there with them yet, but they know you a little better. So it's like it's it, it's not a negative. It's it's pretty cool fucking thing to like meet Fuck somebody yeah, it, it almost feels like your first time meeting them but they already know you <laughs> man it's, right. it's, it's, it's kind of strange man brandon and samantha were there fucking rob and jessica 
Fuck, it was it was a good time, man. I really enjoyed myself. Eric, what was your favorite part? I have to agree. It's, it's kind of like the same shit, but it's like, you know, you get there and then like just seeing hella people that I don't know, you know what I mean? So it's like you expect to see people that you know, right? Like, but then when you see people that you've never met a day in your life, you're like, oh, no, that's that's dope. Like, it's people outside of just the circle that I know, or you know I mean, like the same shit. Like, it's just dope. And then the same thing, like what Jay's saying, too, it's like people coming up to you and like talking about different episodes and shit. I'm like, the fuck i don't even remember that yeah, you know I mean? like, yeah. that's yeah. like i don't even remember that shit, bro like i got a bad memory but even so it's like i you know having a bad memory i'll still remember yeah. shit i said but I, maybe not they'll it's come like, up and bring up <laughs> shit yeah. bro i had the the armadillo fucking hoodie on mm. Man, hella people were coming up and they're like, Dilla! <laughs> they're like, just fucking. Armadillo dick. Armadillo dick. Yeah. Also, the amount of people that bought merch, like, that is so awesome. When I was helping Skylar in the front at first, so many people were coming out with hella merch to throw in their car. And I was like, this is so dope. Like, they're just, yeah, everyone was yeah. giving us, like, all the support. I just thought it was yeah. I think that, that was big, too, because, like, the first one, we didn't have, like, the merch down like that yet. You know what I mean? So We didn't have any merch it, at the first one, I did think we? we still, we still, like, we had our own shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we had yeah. our shit, but it wasn't, like, out there like that. You know, maybe, like, a couple people had, like, a fucking hoodie or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to see, like, damn near every person in there to rock and, rock and a hoodie, I was like, that's fucking dope. I'm that's so tight. mad we didn't get a group picture. Hmm. We did get a no, group. Everyone oh, there. Why? yeah, no, that was stupid. Oh, it would have been hard to even oh, try to get everybody together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that been we hard. should do that. They, 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 they would have had to get up on the balcony up there yeah. and take yeah. the picture. Oh man, we should have done that. But it was fun. I had a lot of fun. So, um, on this episode, guys, we're gonna get a little deep. I'm gonna ask you guys some deep questions. Dun, we're gonna dun, get dun. deep with B and G. No. no. Okay. I don't want the go first deep. question. Can you, and I want you guys to actually like think about it. Can you fall in love with someone without seeing them in person? Mm. Uh, I don't think I can personally, but. But I, I believe it's possible though. That, yeah, that's kind of where I was going with it. I don't think I can. Because it needs to be, because I need more in that. Like, like just, you're allowed to talk to them, but just not see them? I mean, eventually you can see, but like, let's say like the first three months, do you think, or like, do you think you can fall in love with someone without seeing them with intentions of eventually seeing them in person? I don't think I could really. Because she might be uh, a fatty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, maybe you guys I mean, can FaceTime. You guys, Jay was thinking, and you guys I just can FaceTime. No, but honest, I'm not going to fuck around. Like, for me, a big part of any relationship I'm in with a woman, a huge part of it. And it Sexual? That, <laughs> uh, of course. But I mean, because you can't tell if her pussy stinks over a FaceTime. You can't, can, bro. Yeah, that's a good point. It's, it's real talk, <laughs> Nanny. I know you're looking at me crazy, but that's real shit. That you know. wasn't exactly where I was going with it, which, but yes, What if she absolutely. doesn't take it in the butt? Ain't no scratching sniffs. You so can, fired. You can ask her that. She's going to lie. She's like, do you put the snakes? like, no. Oh, I'm going to do everything. Yeah. My shit smells like Except roses. take it in the pooter. <laughs> so, Jay, you think it's possible, but you personally couldn't do it. Yeah, I, um, I'm, don't get me wrong. I might be like super fucking it, but... I might be super interested, but you're setting like a lot of uh, like expect. Like if you're really fucking into somebody mm. just over the phone, 
when they meet you, they better fucking be awesome yeah. because right. that's you're like building it so high up that if it if they're not a super incredible person, they're probably going to be a fucking letdown. You're setting yourself up for failure. But it, especially if I can't look at them, it sounds shallow, but I'm like a little, you know, I put a lot of weight on how somebody looks. But what about like FaceTime? I mean, I guess the oh, new thing then. Yeah, that, she'd have to shoot me a picture of her pussy because. I mean, what if she's cool? Oh, she has shit. good conversation, blah, blah, blah. You take down her panties. This bitch got a fucking RB sandwich in her drawers. You don't. You're, you can't you're not feeling the cooter when you, you know finally see it. This bitch got a French dip in her panties, and, and, and you didn't even know nothing about it. Now you're all in love with, you know. You know, Arby's know. fucking she got hanger <laughs> yeah. five going on. She got roast beef cooch. This and man. then what am I gonna do? I, I'm gonna have to backpedal on all the that love talk I was <laughs> right. doing on the phone. Right. Eric, like, what's you know your what? thought? Never mind. Uh, I don't think you can like fall in love with somebody. I think you can like fall in love with the idea of them. You know what I mean? Because like I don't feel like you could really know somebody until you like in person with until them. Until you bang them. Until you fuck them too. Yeah. Or yeah. you stay like you know you spend uh, like amount of time with them. You know what I mean? Er- like, Eric's you spend a weekend right. with somebody. Eric's right. Like, well, there's so, a show. So, oh, yeah, like, you could tell a lot from a weekend of getaway. Oh, tops. You'll, you'll, yeah, that'll change everything, how you feel about a person. There's a show called Love is Blind, and, like... The well, my, East, my son was watching that last night. Oh, I thought meet, he was about to say your son was in, on like, it. They where they can't see each other, and they have to, like, propose to somebody. Which son was watching this shit? Uh, Quentin and his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I am in a clown Quintonius they so asked me, bad. They asked me, did I want to watch it? I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> Fucking okay. dude, dad, you want to watch Love Is Blind with and us? And then they're like, "Go watch your Hallmark Channel." Then did they like, get fine. they get fucking like a uh, was it a blind date situation with them? I, so I, now they're I into have, that kind of shit. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the biggest lie you were told in your childhood? Shit, where do you start? That growing up was gonna be cool. <laughs> but like, did someone really tell you that? No, I don't fucking. Let me. I'd have to think about that. Biggest lie. That's probably got to be up there, though. They didn't tell you about bills and taxes and all that. Fuck, no, into shit. Yeah, the whole American dream was a huge motherfucking lie. I think the biggest lie I was told was that um, Dev told me that Poppy died from the chicken pox. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's funny, but I went and argued with my teacher about it because my teacher, Miss Gabby, was like. No, Savannah, like people don't die from the chicken pox. And I was like, my grandpa just died from the chicken pox. Like he was got really sick and he went to the hospital and he died from the chicken pox. Dev told you grandpa Dev died told from the me. chicken pox. And he thinks it's fucking hilarious. And I'm like, <laughs> That's pretty funny. I went to school and told funny. people How that and I was so scared. I was probably I was in elementary school. But I remember like she and then 15. I was so paranoid. <laughs> she was 18. Yeah. And then I had abandonment issues, and I never want, remember I didn't want to stay the night anywhere yes. because I was afraid my mom and dad were going to get the chicken pox and die. Damn. <laughs> now, now that I think about it, uh, so when I was younger, I had this dog named Tawny, and it was like my first dog. It was like my dog. You know what I mean? I was hella young. I fucking loved that dog to death. But then my dad got pissed off at it because it would shit and piss all around the house. Fuck. So they told me. They told me. So Lee, who's Lance's brother, who passed away, Lee, um, they told me. They was like, oh, yeah, Lee took the dog and, you know, he has the dog. So I grew up thinking Lee took the dog and fucking killed the dog. So I was like always thought that he just killed his dog. And then I found out like maybe like two years later, like it was probably like three years ago or something. I was talking to uh, Lance's mom. 
And uh, we're like talking about it. And I was like, yeah, you remember my dog? I was like, fucking Lee killed it. She's like, no, he didn't. It was at my house for like fucking five years. I'm like, oh, man, I could have just came over and see my dog this whole time. I'm thinking like fucking Lee just killed my dog. I'm like, that's fucked up. I was like devastated as a kid thinking my de- my dog was dead. It's like right around the corner from us. What's crazy is why was you thinking? I mean, I know it sounds truthful knowing Lee, but why the fuck was you thinking if Lee took the dog, he just killed it? I think somebody told me that he just killed the dog. Like, I don't know. He but probably went to Lee's and it wasn't there. And they're like, oh, we had to put him down. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> you know, shit didn't really like seem like too far fetched. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably one of the biggest lies. Really? Maybe that was a lie I told myself. I don't know. Like I'm thinking about it, and I don't know any lie that like really yeah, shook either. my foundation. Like I just I knew I thought growing up was going to be a lot fucking cooler than it is for sure. Yeah, but no one told you that. You just assumed that. You're probably right. I don't know. I don't know what the biggest lie. You know, when people will tell you, oh, you'll understand when you get older. Oh, I got older man. and I still don't fucking understand. <laughs> I don't get shit. No, I understand from what my mom and dad were telling me. They were telling me about fucking how fucked up it is. And, you know, mm. yeah. you just wait, motherfucker. Do you guys want to think about it or move on? That's, that's a hard one. If it comes to me, I'll I, I don't. Yeah. Like there's like for me to get off into it would be more philosophical or it wouldn't be any fun did grandma and poppy ever lie to you about like drugs being around that like they weren't there I mean, or was it yeah. like always open? no we want to laugh about that shit i remember crying <laughs> <laughs> I, I i do I what do. Uh, I remember crying to my mom because uh, one of the neighbors or something said, you know, I was maybe maybe I was being like a little bit of an asshole or, you know, like a little kid or something talking shit. And then the kid being like, your parents ain't nothing but drug dealers. <laughs> like, fuck and, you. But, but that's not funny. But I went home and I was like asking my mom and she was what, what, what is this shit? And she, her being like, no, no, of course not. <laughs> it's fucking just. But can you go in the room? We got what's McCullough coming by? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My 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 parents. They didn't outright uh, tell me a lie. There was the, it was more the things that they didn't tell me that affected that me later. Said, that right? Was never said. That was never talked about. And so those are the things. And I'm not going to go into it. But those are the things that got me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that I really felt. But uh, my parents were. Uh, they were kind of brutally honest most of the time, you know what I mean? <laughs> Whether it fuck hurt your feelings or whatever, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, okay, the next question is, do you think the decision people make under pressure describes who they are as a person? Yes. Really? Mm, yeah. I don't think so. When the, when the heat's on, like, say, like, uh, when the heat's on in the, in the Warriors game, who do you want to have the ball? Curry. Exactly. He performs best under pressure. You want your number one. Yeah, but I I think so. I don't know, man. There are certain situations in life that if you're presented with a decision, if you're presented with like these options and you have to make a really quick decision, the decision you make in, in that moment might be different than the one but I, you would that, make if you actually thought about yeah, it. And yeah, yeah, exactly. It I believe so. your first, your first instinct. I, I believe you go with that. 
whatever your first instinct <laughs> is to, to do, I, I believe that that's the it, right It almost kind of reminds me of when somebody's drunk and they, you know, they start, they start talk, telling the truth. They start talking <laughs> all that shit. It's like, is that how they really feel? Exactly, that's exactly what's inside of them. That's how they feel. Man, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel when like your girl's all drunk and she's like, Jay, you have a very small dick. <laughs> <laughs> she means and that you shit. Know you know that bitch is lying. <laughs> oh, that bitch is telling the truth. That's that drunk Yeah, talk. when she's like, sauce, that three hour shit is <laughs> bullshit. You're so full of shit, motherfucker. Yeah. Remember when I told you I didn't sleep with Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> now, I don't, I don't know, man, because I feel like. You know, when you use like the the Curry analogy, like he's built to fucking play good under that pressure. Some people, once that pressure's put on them, they don't know what the fuck to do, and they get envelope. They fold, or they just they they fucking get very impulsive and don't really think about what they do next. You know what I mean? So it's like I feel like yeah, it it doesn't really define somebody. I mean, you could it defines somebody on like what they do next. You know what I mean? Like what they do next, but not you know like if they can handle the pressure. I don't know like. I think I think I, what I said I still stick by that. I think whatever like the situation, whatever pressure is put, the, that that first instinct I have, I think that I go with that. So yeah. let me let me hit you with this with on the drunk shit because a lot of people will get into the oh what they said when they were drunk, man. Maybe that's how they really felt. Yes. You ever fucked a really ugly bitch when you was drunk? Yes. <laughs> so Ooh, is that the type of shit? Is That's that the shit the, what you like? Like, is that truly what you like? No, it was truly convenient. <laughs> so that's the thing. I, I, I don't think... Not just yeah, ugly, Jay. Want, fatties, yeah. too. Oh, bro. I bagged a couple of fatties in my day. <laughs> Me too, bro. I did some shit that... Fat girls make you come quick. Man, they suck Do dick they? like an ice cream yeah. sickle. Yeah, they, they wet and sloppy, and they suck dick like 90 going south. Mm-hmm. Yes, they don't. So, so shout yeah. out to all you big ones out there. Mm. About to come through. <laughs> yeah. About to come on you. About, about to, to make that booty jiggle. Nanny, and the, nanny went to the bathroom. We can say all kinds of nasty shit. I'm about shit. to drop them big ass panties down. I'm about to lick underneath your rolls, bitch. I'm about, to, I'm about to get up in that I'm going to shoot my... I'm going to shoot her in her pooter. Shoot her in a pooter and put one <laughs> in her cooter. I'm about to give you 37 set. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, no. wait, yeah. uh, so, yeah, <laughs> what I was back. saying so football, was... that. Oh, how's she doing? What I was She's saying was... Uh, what's wrong with your knees? So, yeah, I don't think that, like, when people are drunk... Don't don't take shit they do to heart. They're fucking. Speaking of drug people, we got <laughs> we got T Toddy on the line. How are you, bud? You gotta put it on speaker. Oh, uh, we're just doing a podcast. Is that my boy Thomas? That's T Toddy. All ass, nobody. T Toddy, T Toddy. You know what I was gonna tell you, dumbass? What was you gonna tell my dumbass? That bike fires right up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even need to, bro. It was it was nothing just to push it a few feet. Dude, dude lowered the fucking thing, the door fucking right in your driveway. I just rolled it right up in the motherfucker. You should be used to that by pushing your bike all the time because it don't ever ride. Yeah, I'm about to push up in your booty. I got to go, Tommy. I thought this was going to be a fun conversation. You just want to get roasted, evidently. You guys are just talking hogs. All right, later. <coughs> yeah. So I don't think it defines who a person is, but I definitely think... Like, you learn about a person based off of, like, how they react under pressure. For sure. Cops. Yeah. Cops yeah. pull up. No, oh, like, yeah. Well, I think, uh, like, if yeah. you're yeah. with someone and 
under pressure, they don't do that good. You might think, God, if we go down, this, I might not want to be around yeah. this person. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it just and, tells and you that, a little bit about that situation someone. has come up before, too, throughout mm-hmm. my life. You know, like a motherfucker talking a little more than he should. Mm-hmm. Or acting scary. Start getting scared. Oh, fucking, yeah. Or, you know, being completely different under a little pressure. Yeah. But, hey, man, man, I don't, yeah, I don't so, know if, I, hey, you, if anything cool, like, start tripping. So, I don't know if I'm going to hold somebody... You know, in a in a high pressure moment, if I'm just gonna be like, that's them as a person, but it might make me think a little bit about Fuck yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, out of all the experiences that you've went through, what was the most important lesson you've learned through an experience? Mm, mm. Fuck, that's fucking hard. Mm. There's so many. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fucking say it again. Repeat it. I'm sorry. Out of all like your experiences you've been through, what was the most important lesson you've learned? Hmm. That's too deep. That like, is. Like there's but there's so many of them for me. Like money is a big one. You know, you ever gone broke? It sucks dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? To to come back from that, you know, and uh so there's a lot of lessons like that now, you know, I am the way I am with money because of past experiences, you know. And plus right. my mom was a banker and she kind of instilled that shit in us, but or or like the rat race thing and chasing this money and all that 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 little yeah. that whole mm. little fucking man that that is such a crock of shit, Jay. It is, is bro, to it fucking work you. your fucking neck. You see what they're doing in France right now? Yeah, mm. I, I, bro, I admire them. Fuck yeah, they said that they they raised the retirement age and fucking them French motherfuckers went nuts, said, lost their that. shit. Yeah. I admire and them, so bro. So do I, man, because. <laughs> That, this is not what it's about. It's fucking. It's not, dude. You're you're not meant to work your whole life. My mother then, worked her whole fucking life. Retired in 2012 and died in 2020. She got eight fucking years, and two of those years weren't even good years. My yeah. mom got six fucking good years. Six years after she worked her fucking entire life. She got six years of non-working life, bro. Bullshit. Nah, that ain't what it's about. Man. We need to take after Europe a little bit more on that yeah. type of shit. So that's my big fucking whatever, lesson. like learning lesson is like, don't find balance, man. You have to work. You don't want to be a burden on your, your loved ones. You got you to gotta carry your own weight. You know what I mean? But don't work your life away. Don't don't yes. think more about your job than you do about your family. Because mm-hmm. you, they will fucking have an ad out for your job before you're in the fucking ground. Most you different. don't know how many times, man, in my career, I've caught myself being at home when I should be enjoying my life at home, enjoying family, being concerned about what they're doing and what they're going through. And instead of that... I'm worried about what's going on at work. Man. Your life should never be same, like that. Mm-hmm. Same thing. We go on vacations. We're in Hawaii, and I'm making fucking orders. Yeah, you know, yeah, for the man. fucking bar. And 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 I'm in Tennessee, and I'm fucking dealing with some fucking uh, some bullshit fight that happened in a bar that I wasn't even fucking there for. Mm-hmm. But I'm but I'm involved now, yeah. and I'm in I'm on vacation in fucking Tennessee. So that's yeah. kind of both of those. That the the hard truth. The last two questions: the hard truth in life, and then learning like a big learning thing it's this whole career in capitalism like man where we gotta evolve and like get to a point to where we put more uh like emphasis on leisure 
leisure, yeah, leisure and family uh, and, and family. friends yes. and, and not so much emphasis on chasing this money. It leaves you empty. I swear to God, that's the one problem with capitalism. You have to find a way to motivate people to do shit because if, if there is no reward for everybody, nobody will do anything. Mm. But you can't make that be everything. Like, that's America's problem, man, is everything is just money. Like, motherfuckers will burn their friends. They'll burn their family. Mm -hmm. For money. For, (laughs) bro, that's all motherfuckers in America care about. Or what about the feeling, and this sucks, of fucking, you can't wait till Friday gets here, but Sunday night you're fucking dreading it. Yeah, so, bro, you get get two days of your life. You don't even get two days. days. You get a day and a half to where you're like. It's disgusting. It's not okay, bro. Like, the. We life shouldn't be that. No, and then, yeah. like you said, your mom's a perfect example. You work, you work your whole fucking adult life, and then you get this short little. And and let's be honest, when you're in your mid sixties or seventies, if you live that long, are you even really enjoying life? Or are you just kind of on medication and doing no. doctor's appointments and yeah, fucking my mom, my mom, just getting by? That, that's why I say, out of that eight years, there were probably six good ones. And when I mean good ones. I mean, she got to go to Alaska and, and on a cruise to Alaska, and she did some traveling. But it ain't like, you know, like her days weren't filled with fucking, you know, just pleasure all the time. Yeah. She was fucking, she still had things to deal with. And uh, fuck, I feel bad for her, man. I feel bad for anybody that works her fucking whole life, and you can't even enjoy this shit. For know? sure. I think it's fucked up, too, because, like, when you think of, like, this rat race that we're all in, you know what I mean? Like, you can't really find a way out of it though either like unfortunately we need like a certain amount of money to be able to like live comfortably too you know what i mean so like you have to work you have to do these things to like be able to have that leisure time and have downtime with family and shit and for those people that like are barely fucking pushing by they have to work twice as hard you know what i mean so it's fucked up and then like now too it's like you know the as more time gets passed like that whole retirement shit ain't gonna be a thing because motherfuckers ain't gonna be able to live off retirement in fucking yeah, you're forty not even, years, fifty years. You know what I mean? They say our social security is gonna be, gonna be gone. Fuck up. Yeah, so it's like people it. ain't gonna be able to live on that shit. But but Eric. people are coming over from different countries, never worked a day in their life here, and getting our social security benefits, and that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, not for sure. Eric, out of all your experience, what was the most important lesson you've learned? Uh, history don't mean shit, and I mean that by like. Friends, fucking relationships. Like, you could know somebody for fucking hella long, and a certain situation could, like, turn them right against you, too. Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes you can't trust none of it. Like, like, yeah, just history don't mean shit. It don't matter how long you know somebody. Yeah, you know what I mean? They sure. could still fucking, like, they find one other thing that just, like, they find value over you. You know what I mean? And then they'll just fucking flip on you quick. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's been, like, my biggest lesson is, like, yeah, I mean, of course, you know, hold people close, but also understand people are fucking... Oh, people can yeah, oh, yeah people can fucking change motherfuckers turn up quick for sure i think my biggest lesson and i still have a lot of life to go through and all the lessons to be learned but i think the biggest thing i've learned so far is to be to not lie and to be like very upfront and honest when stuff's going on like for example if there's drama and stuff and you're saying something like own up I, to that shit. I will tell people, you know what I mean? Because my biggest thing is I don't want anyone to be able to tell someone something <laughs> and that person look at me differently. So, like, if I find something out, I'm going to go to the head source and be like, hey, I heard this. And not even problematic, but just, like, mm. I heard this, this, and this. Let's figure Let's it out. Like, what's going up. on? And I think 
you doing that skips all of the petty steps. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are fucking mad at each other because of what somebody else said that they said. That you know what I mean? Like you could have just had a conversation yeah. and be like, "Oh, this ain't even that big of a deal." Like the fuck, <laughs> little secondhand yeah. misunderstanding. Oh, so and so said you were saying well, I never said that. Fuck him. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just that back and forth bullshit. So it's I agree. Crazy. Yeah. I was just talking to my cousin upstairs and because we just had a conversation like a couple days ago, and our phone call was probably literally five minutes long and it solved something that back in 2012 would have <laughs> caused me and her an argument and wouldn't have got solved for probably a month and yeah. all we needed to do was pick up the phone and have like a five minute five conversation minutes, and be like real. okay this 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 okay this 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 perfect boom it's yeah. solved you know what i mean like and the biggest just thing. understanding people hearing them out hearing how they feel because that's what everything Fuck, comes down yeah. to right like how someone feels and uh, trying to understand that like even if you might not get it this is how somebody feels and yeah especially like as i get older too i realize exactly. too like as you get older i realize like fuck all that petty shit like man be like you know what fuck that i love you squash this shit yeah because man. somebody could die tomorrow you know what i mean you're you're left for the rest of your life being like fuck yeah, you know, I, I wish I would have cleared shit up or whatever. You know what I mean? I think as you get older, like your uh, your lessons change and the things that you value change. Mm. Uh, I know it has for me. Like I have, uh, I have grown up worries now. You know what I mean? Like real life fucking grown up worries. Like, and you guys, but you guys know me. I I stress on shit a lot more than I probably actually should. For sure. But uh, it, it sometimes. <laughs> like, drives, yeah, you really do. It, sometimes I'll sit in my chair. It'll drive me fucking crazy, and I'll and it'll it'll change my mood. It'll make me grumpy, and I'll fucking you know talk shit to the boys or say something you know uh, yeah. that I don't mean to my wife or mm. you know whatever the the situation is you know. But uh, yeah, fuck this shit, man. Yeah. Okay, so our next question is, what's the best compliment you ever got? Like, what was a compliment you got that you were really like, damn, like, thank you? Faggot eyes. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Appreciate that. that. That was a special one. I don't think they're compliments to myself, but when somebody compliments me on my family, on my, on my kids especially, like, you know, they tell me, you know, that's a good boy or, you know, you know. That, mm. That's what really makes me proud, and that's what, you know, that's what I enjoy when somebody compliments my kids. That's mm. where I was going to go with it. I remember being at a party, and one of the girls there, the, one of the women there that also had kids, um, I remember her being like, uh, I, don't even, I don't even know how it got brought up, but I remember just being like, and her dude was there, and, you know, they had kids together and shit, and I remember just being like, Jay, you are, like, such a good dad. Like, Not like this old shit bag over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She didn't, she didn't get dirty, like, because I wouldn't like that. I probably wouldn't have uh, been as, like, thought it was a cool... Hey, Fred, why can't you be, like, more yeah. like Jay? You piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah. Yeah. You've never even look at your kids. I wish yeah. he was my baby's dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Piece of shit, bitch. But she was just super complimentary of like, you know, how I was with my kids. And every time she saw me, you know, I was like interacting with the kids. I can't really remember like verbatim what she said, but I remember being like that. That's pretty fucking cool, man. Like mm. I'm, do I'm doing a good job with raising my kids, and and I'll still doubt myself when people tell me I'm doing a good <laughs> job. I'll still doubt my fucking self. Mm. That must be from their moms. <laughs> <laughs> 
Eric, what about you? What's the best compliment? I think for me, I don't know, have kids. So it's like, I think for me, it's like the work that I do uh, because, you know, it's it's not like, like we talking about like the whole work shit, but like more so like um, just like the, the impact I make on some of the kids' lives. You know what I mean? So like when people compliment me on doing that type of work, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm like doing something, you know? So it's like, yeah, sure. yeah I just like appreciate it, you know? That shit's important, man. For sure. So yeah, like when I get like compliments on that type of shit, or just like even even like within the the workspace, like between colleagues and shit, like I I take that shit personal and just appreciate it. I think my favorite compliment is when people tell me like like you have a good heart. You're always trying to like make sure everyone's good or like go out of your way to. I mean, I've got it before, but even that one time when I came to do Delaney's room and you and Delaney were like, you're just like your dad. Like, yeah. you just, you, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> it just makes me feel good because I really just try to make people happy. So, or like, like, or like what you did for my birthday. Yeah. Mm. You made me this badass fucking picture that must have took fucking hours to fucking do. And then you made sure dinner was set up. And what else? You did some other shit too. You fucking, the live podcast wouldn't have been. Just, we're pieces of shit, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give uh, shit. I'm, I'm terrible, man. Just and then there's guys like fucking Lance. Lance. Yes. Lance is the most thoughtful fucking man, you know, ever. Yeah. And me and Jay just sit back and we're two pieces of shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, and I'll say this, man, I respect it. I, I, well, I wish I, I admire it. it. I wish I was more like him. I admire it. I respect it. I give them credit. It's just I'm not the type person, man. Like I don't know what it is. I don't think Maybe. of it to do it. You know what I mean? And then until Lance doesn't, you're like this motherfucker, <laughs> kiss God ass motherfucker. I don't know what he's it making is, me look bro. bad over here, Jay. He's being nice, <laughs> and he's a fucking prick. That's the thing. But it's a facade, man. The prick like, is the facade, yeah. or the nice guy is the facade. The, the prick. prick. Yeah, you think he's prick. really a fucking prick? No, absolutely not. You think he's a nice guy? Yeah, he's a thoughtful nice guy. guy. Yeah. I he, think so too. Yeah, I think bear. he's so nice that he has to be a prick because if he wasn't, Lance would just be the dude that's just like overly nice. <laughs> he enjoys way more doing nice shit for people than he does. Oh, you got the, his little yeah. his little other thing, little pranks or whatever. He, he has that, great pranks. Yeah. yeah. Or his little jabs, verbal jabs or something. Mm. That dude really enjoys doing something nice for somebody, man. I mean, he just does. how many people that motherfucker put in a position to make hella good money. You know what I mean? Same, like with the jobs with and Mike shit. Mike Miller. Yeah. Yes, Miller did the same oh, shit. yes. Mike, man, this dude would just... That that was like that the, the whole, you know, take his shirt off for you. Like, mm. man, dude, that shit was legit. This dude, if he liked you, it was just unreal the lengths he would go through to help people even it was almost like even if he just liked them a little or something he was just constantly trying to do good shit for people man like there's yeah, no lance is that same fucking way man yeah it's dope that there's people out there like that man because you know there's there's plenty more people that fucking just don't give a shit you like know what me. i mean <laughs> and, and you know what's i mean this no this thing is like People give a shit, but sometimes you're just not fucking going out your way to go do this well, shit. Even, like, like, just me telling you I love you is fucking, like, stepping out. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I didn't even want to go get these mics right now. <laughs> yeah, you for sure didn't. Uh, he was like, he lives like fucking, we're not podcasting tonight. We're like, two what? minutes away, and he's like, nah, I'm not going to get that shit. <laughs> you can walk. You know I'm a piece I, of shit. <laughs> no, you know what I think about? It's like, uh, like, when you grow up. 
Like, and and I know Mike and Lance. I know Mike for sure grew up rough, and I know Lance went through some shit. You end up being like, uh, you know, you get a little put off by people, and people do you wrong, and this and that. So you you don't start trusting people, and you really don't put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And some of these dudes have the ability, man. They just don't let that shit. I don't know. It doesn't change them. They're just still. Just good people. Yeah, good yeah, people. bro. It's 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 impressive. But I do think because like for me, as much as I want to <laughs> like, of course, make that person's day, it also makes me feel like I get so happy, and it's almost like a high off making other people happy. That's fucking amazing. Mm. You know, sometimes it's weird too because like sometimes I realize majority of the people that are like hella good ass hearted people are the people who grew up like not having shit too yeah. you know what I mean so it's like once they get some shit and they're in a position to be able to like help other people out they're more than welcome to be like yeah fuck yeah here you know let me just fucking be they're helping people being out greedy yeah nah they're like you know I know I know what it's shit, like you know what I mean uh, so it's like they're always willing to like put us put somebody in a position and then, you know it's like those hard times create just like good people sometimes other times, some people are just fucking, you know, it, yeah, it turns them the complete opposite. But I'll always but. remember the story Brandon told me. She was, they were having like a birthday for someone, and all she did was get like a little birthday banner, right? And put it up in like a couple balloons. And the person was like, This is the best birthday I've ever had. Wow. No one's ever like done anything for my birthday like this. And Brandy says, like, Ever since that day, no matter whose birthday it is, she'll always put up a banner and, like, a tablecloth and some balloons. And she's like, because you never know, like, if that person That's amazing, ever feels man. celebrated. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. yeah. Something that just that little simple gesture trips somebody out, right? That's fucking amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going deep, B&G. Have oh, you shit. made That's any dang. mistakes that you cannot justify? Because normally when people make a mistake. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, I did it because this is this. Have you made a mistake that you cannot Man. justify still? Wait, I don't know if I understand. Like, because when people make mistakes, they'll be like, oh, well, I did that because of this. Like trying to justify it, right? No. Like maybe I did this because no. I was on drugs. Like I could hear you yeah. saying that. Like, oh, I, I did that because I was on drugs. Is there any mistake you've made that you cannot justify? I don't give myself a lot of leeway, man. Like, I'm harsh on myself. Me too. Like, when I make mistakes, I don't even care if I'm drunk or if it, whatever this or it's, I still hold myself accountable. And there's like, you know, a lot of shit I wish I wouldn't have done. And I don't really give myself an easy out. Some people, I don't admire it. Some people have an ability to let themselves off the hook. Or spin reality into their own little narrative, and that shit ain't cool, man. Mm. Like you, maybe maybe not be to the like. Uh, I, I want to say you need to be to like the extent I do myself. I I be pretty brutal on myself, even for like minor shit. But don't don't completely just spin your own fucking bullshit up to excuse your your mistakes and behavior and shit. Sometimes I'll, uh, um, sometimes I'll, I feel like I'll be a, a little too harsh on my, my kids, especially my boys. Um, and some, what, what was the question of what we... Is there a mistake you cannot justify? <laughs> well, there, there's times that I'm hard on the boys and, and that I feel bad for it. And I don't know if they're mistakes or not. M- maybe I went too far or, you know, but... I'm pretty much like Jay said, like I'm pretty hard on myself anyway. And then, and after I get on my boys about it, 
then I feel bad. You know what I mean? And then, like, sometimes I'll apologize, but sometimes I won't. But most of the times, I, I, I usually try to apologize when I think I'm a little too hard on them. But, uh, I, 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 like, most of the major mistakes that I've made in my life were, it was because of my substance abuse issues that I've had most of my fucking life. And so that's where a lot of that, I can, I have something to blame it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I did lots of fucked up shit. Um, Eric? Uh, I don't know. I feel like mistakes are like different. You know what I mean? I feel like people are going to make fucking mistakes all the time. So I feel like it's always justified in a way. But if you do something like intentionally, like I've done shit intentionally to people that obviously I could never like justify that shit. But I don't think like a mistake, you know what I mean? Like I feel like I might have made a mistake or I might have like fucked up because I was like trying to learn, you know, as like a young adult or some shit, like didn't really know what I know now. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I feel like a mistake is a mistake. But like sometimes if you do something intentionally you're just not in like the right mind at that point in time or something you know i think if if you make these mistakes you have to own those mistakes you know Mm -hmm. yeah be on top of it and 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 when you're wrong be fucking wrong and it's okay to be wrong we're gonna be wrong but don't fucking like you made a mistake and you're fucking trying to blame it or fucking not own your own bullshit Mm -hmm. own your own fucking bullshit most of my major mistakes in life have been dumb decisions I made under the influence but Same. I but I didn't write it off and and not take it serious you know what I mean I was still kind of like damn I fucked up like mm-hmm. either you know I shouldn't be drinking like that or I'm a whatever it was I didn't just ignore it as oh man I was just fucked up when and you wake up curled up oh, with some fatty God, and you know you made a mistake and or just there is things bro. unjustifiable mistake you just laying there with motherfucking must and fucking yeah. sweat Lit balls everywhere. There's things I did when I was younger, bro. That 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 ain't even the bad things, you know. (laughs) That's just things I wouldn't have done sober. But there's other things where I was like, good God, man. Yeah, I've caused some chaos uh, because of my substance abuse. Yeah, that I wish that I could take back, but fuck it now. I know that really ain't answering the question. I'm trying to think of uh, like some a, a big mistake I've made that. I can't justify, and I'm, I know there's some out there. But you know what I mean? I just no, dude. You're it's hard perfect. though because when, <laughs> when you hear mistake, like I feel like typically when you're in the process of making a mistake in your head, you're thinking like it makes sense. You know what I mean? So then it kind of has whether it's an accurate reason for why you did it. You do have some kind of people reason of why you're doing it at the Mm. time so later on you might be like what the fuck but at the time you did it because of a reason people have an amazing fucking ability (laughs) a what yeah that's for moni's birthday i didn't give it to her (laughs) oni's birthday was three weeks ago i'm gonna (laughs) give it to her pretty soon they're like i forgot People have an amazing ability, and it's not a good ability to find ways to justify nasty behavior, man. Yeah. I know a lot of them. Yeah, I agree. I I think that's the fucked up part is like, 
like you said, you know, own up, owning up to your shit. But there's a lot of people who like will never own up to right. shit. Never, bro. You know what I mean? And that's worse than just fucking. You know what I mean? Than anything else, because like that's you know you fucked up. Narcissistic yeah. fucking. It, bro, like you can never do even, wrong type shit. Some people aren't even narcissistic. They they help. They self absorbed. Yeah, they don't. Some people hate themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? But yeah. they're just so fucking miserable in their own shit that. They're gonna do. They nasty, spread misery. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. gonna do nasty shit to people, bro, and find a reason to justify it, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. Or rich people. people, people in power, like you. So you know these motherfuckers <laughs> that are in power that should be making decisions for the people, but they're getting money. They're finding a way to justify that in their mind, bro. Mm. They're not just sitting there at home every night enjoying life being like, damn, I'm fucking screwing millions of people. Yeah. So they have to justify it in their mind? Of- They're justifying it in their minds as everybody's doing this. I'll try yeah. to make us everybody yeah. in my position. Politics. And, yeah, and politics. That's how you, yeah, you get the same shit with like fucking serial murderers or fucking Everything, rapists. They're bro. like, well, I was touched as a child, so now I touch children. Yes. Like, what the yes, fuck? Does, that doesn't bro. make sense. You know what I mean? Like, That'd be all the it's not an excuse. Not yeah, like it's that you're using an excuse to fucking, you know, hide your sick fucking thoughts and yeah. all that kind of this shit. This wasn't you know? one of my questions, but since we're talking about it do you think obviously you struggled with addiction do you think that using your like substance abuse is a good like excuse excuse no no it, it pisses not, me off man. yeah it, it, it's not a good excuse but it's the only one i have and so i know to tell you the truth when i was doing a lot of this fucked up shit i did when i was a, i knew what the fuck it was i was doing i knew it was bad then but I just didn't give a fuck. I think the dope made me not give a fuck. But I knew it was fucking bad. Right. And it is what it is. Yeah, yeah I blame it. But would I have done it if I wasn't on it? Mm, I you know, know what one makes me like super angry <laughs> is the opiate addictions. I was so, addicted to opiates. So, bro, I, I swear to God, I got to a point to where, where these motherfuckers will be talking about They'll justify everything they did to get this drug because if they didn't get the drug, they would be sick. Hmm. I heard it keeps pausing on the Facebook on the live. live. Yeah, motherfuckers got bad internet, dude. So I remember at one point I got so fed up with hearing that shit that people were justifying all these <clears throat> terrible shit, things yeah. they they did because if they didn't do it, they would get sick. And I'd be like, motherfuckers get sick every day, dude. Like, they don't go and fucking steal from their family. Never, it, I never did no shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you are sick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you doing this or like, like you're sick. <laughs> fuck, fuck, bro. Go, go through being sick for a few days and shitting yourself and throwing up. Like, yeah. I don't need to be tortured because, it, yeah. oh, I need to be sympathetic to you being sick like, nah, that's uh, like the fact did. that you stole from me and did all this shit because if you didn't do that you'd be sick motherfucker be sick for a couple days right. god damn yeah. i know motherfuckers who've robbed their kids everybody but do you also who've think, robbed their own families do you also <laughs> think they use that sick as an excuse because absolutely. they have a sickness yeah absolutely. it ain't the fact that they're gonna be sick they want to get high mm. like let's be honest you're not avoiding getting sick you want to get fucking high yeah again. you want to get high because fuck, man, if it was just being sick, fuck, I'll take the flu to not rob from somebody I love. You know what I mean? Man. Like make me sick, terribly right. sick for a week. If that means I don't steal from somebody I right. love. 
I got so, I don't know, at some point, dude, I don't know if it was like watching the documentaries or the show, some, or as a, like, dude, if I hear another one of these opiate motherfuckers talk about they did it, if they didn't do it, they would be sick. I don't give a fuck, man. Be sick for a couple days. Right. Okay. Our next deep question. What's the most pain you've ever been in that wasn't physical? <laughs> Easy. Damn. Easy. Easy. Oh, I have a couple. Uh, the number one on my list is my mother. When my mother passed, it destroyed mm-hmm. me. Watching my mother die was destroyed me. So that's the number one. The other ones are, are my friends. But my mom, that, that's the one. It was a different level, that's yeah. The, that's the one. Yeah. Mm. Watching somebody die from cancer is a it, fucking... Yeah. Long, horrible fucking thing to watch, man. Yeah, nobody deserves that. Fuck no. The the person dying or the, the friends the family. and family. Man, yeah. that shit is brutal. Yeah. That shit ain't pretty at all. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's rough, dude. <coughs> what so, about you, Jim? So, yeah, my, I have... I have like a time period. So one of them is when my mom and dad died because they died so close together. But my mom was dying from cancer over an extended period of time. And then my dad was was just last minute thrown right in there right when my mom died within seven to ten days, somewhere somewhere in that range. That was fucking brutal, man. It It, it really fucked me up mentally. And then the other time I could think of that was really terrible was uh, in like a year's time frame, I went through a divorce and then had two of my closest friends die also. And those two close friends of mine I worked with. Hmm. So it wasn't like some friends that, you know, you see... I mean, Once I was, a while, yeah, so, yeah, they were like a big part and, of your life. Yeah, they were, I worked with them and they were in my area. Like, like these dudes were like fucking Mike helped me get hired on. AJ was like this dude that I knew, you know, Mike was like a family friend that I knew forever. And then I meet this other dude at work that I knew pretty close to being basically, I, I basically knew this dude almost my whole career. We were extremely close. So in in uh, in a one year time frame, I kind of deal with divorce, COVID, and two of my closest friends dying. It was fucking just agony, man. Yeah. I don't. And the divorce, I moved out, so it was like all these fucking life changing. Oh my god, dude! Once. It was brutal. I, I don't wish that shit. I don't. I wouldn't wish divorce on anybody. And then the combination of all them other factors was. Fucking just too much. Yeah. Mm. Eric? Nah, I mean, I agree. I think, you know, like, that's like one of the biggest things that anybody could deal with is like a death of a loved one. You know what I mean? Because like, and it, it, you know, all throughout your life too, I feel like every single death that you, you come across to affects you differently too. You know what I mean? Like, it, it hurts you in different ways. You know yeah. what I mean? So I feel like it's, it's never like the same. You know, anytime somebody dies, like, it hurts you in a different way. Like, you know, whether like worse or, you know, I don't know. So it's like, I think it's just one of those things. Like, I don't think any other like pain can kind of like top that. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's, that's like a, a permanent thing. You know what I mean? That you deal with yeah. while you're on this earth. Like, there's no like, like, oh, you know, never mind. This will just hurt for a year and then they'll come back type shit. You know what I mean? So this is one of those things that's like, that'll always be a part of life, unfortunately, too. But we'll never like learn how to deal with it, though. 
Yeah, I feel like my biggest is probably like death, like my grandma and poppy dying. But also, I think seeing my mom go through it is like mm. what affected me almost more. And I don't know if it's because I got older when I started realizing it. But I remember like once in Costa Rica, she just like broke down and it was like a couple. I don't know when we went to Costa Rica, but I feel like it was at least a year at least. And yeah, I don't know. It, it's just like a different frame. like it was just crazy to see my mom like it hit hurt. her. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. You know what I mean? Like you never want to see your parents hurt or be upset. <sighs> okay. If someone offered you a box with everything you've ever lost, what's the first item you're looking for when you open the box? My mom. Item. Oh. My dog. <laughs> <laughs> he went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, damn. Oh, Everything, shit. like a material thing that I've lost? Yeah. Somebody go. I have to think about it. I don't give a fuck about material shit. I can't even I think know. of something I'd be excited to look for. I found my Ray-Bans in your car today, man. I was really excited to find those. I thought wow. I lost them. Again, Jay, the same ones. Those motherfuckers keep finding their way home. Yeah. I don't think it'd be something maybe that I lost, but I think I'd just be, like, maybe looking for something that was, like, my virginity. maybe my mom. <laughs> my virginity in that box. Maybe <laughs> give that back. Some, it's in somebody's box, I know for sure. <laughs> but I feel like... I've never really lost something that like was a like a material thing we're talking about. Right. Like I've never lost something that I was like, oh no, where is this? Mm. No, I don't have a lot of items, man. <laughs> I have, there's one keepsake I, I hold on to now. It's like a necklace, which seems cheesy, but it's like a gold necklace. My mom and Maddie got me down in Mexico and they brought it home to me for my birthday. I want to say it might've been like my 14th or 15th birthday. And I don't know, for some reason, I hold, like, a little sentimental value to it. I have a poncho that my mom got for me when she was on the run. She was in Mexico then, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of hold on to that poncho. I, I never wear this thing, bro. I'm not, you know, I have no reason to wear a poncho. They're not comfortable, but I keep that shit in my closet. <laughs> Eric? Uh, I don't know. I can't really think of anything, too. The only thing that, like, comes into my... I had a uh, like a little pendant, you know, like remember when people were like have the little dog tags and shit. Yeah. So I had like the little dog tag pendant, and it had PD Fisher on there, and I fucking lost it. I was like jumping over a fence one time, and it just got like snatched and fucking broke off, and I just never found it again. But I mean, that could easily been like replaced, but it was like you know just that like one little item and shit, you know. Uh, Who was that? PD. PD. Yeah. Is there anything from your guys' childhood that maybe your parents think, gave you yeah, or something or a friend that you don't have anymore that you're like, damn, I wish I would have that? No, like, I like, I don't, I'm trying to think, you know, and I'm thinking, my dumbass thinking I had this bracelet one time that fell off while I was riding. I really wish I had it back, <laughs> but that wasn't fucking shit. Like, and the stuff, like, I got, um, I got, Jeff tattooed me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A couple of times. Uh, Jeff gave me uh, Mackie Boy, my dog, one of my mm. dogs. Uh, uh, I have several hats and all kinds of articles of clothing. Jeff bought me these boots. Uh, I mean, I have all types of things that, you know, that I treasure that are from him. Um, same thing with Chava. I have a, I have a couple of things. Um, 
that I fucking cherish because of him that I would I, I would it would kill me to lose. You haven't really lost an item that you're like N- not that I can remember, man. That not that, you know like I've never been huge on possessions, man. Like that I can and, and my possessions, the stuff that I do hold near. You know how I am. I like things, and so yeah. I put things away, or I you know mm-hmm. I have safe deposit boxes and shit like that that I put stuff in. But I remember one time I fucking left this chick and. uh I was like, you know, fuck you, bitch. I'm, ba- I'm out of here. I-, I grabbed a few clothes, but I left all my fucking jewelry in my underwear oh, drawer. And I wish I had that back <laughs> with gold yeah, prices the yeah. way they are. Fuck. Yeah. It, I mean, does that really have any sentimental value? Fuck no. Like, I don't know why there's gold necklace. I feel like that's even weird. This no, no, that, that does have. Your mom got you that, bud. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? That, that would mean the world to me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't have like a lost item. This thing. That, that's this is one of my most prized possessions. This thing right here. My wedding band. Because this was my dad's and mom's. This was my what my dad wore for my mom. Hmm. And, and my mom, when, when I was getting married, my mom said, would you like your dad's wedding band? So I said, fuck yeah, I want that Absolutely. wedding band. Absolutely. Because this wedding band also, one time, my, my, dad, my dad died with Alzheimer's. And one time he took off in my truck. And was gone all morning, all day, and ended up three and a half hours north. And so I had to go pick him up in a fucking rainstorm. And on the way back, he kept taking this ring off and giving it to me and saying, hold this for me. And then then he'd want it back. And then he'd give it back. And so... The whole trip home, we exchanged this fucking ring right here. Wow! And so this—that's a good story. If if I lost this thing, bro, I would be yeah devastated. Devastated if I ever lost this thing. Do you Mm. ever take it off? No, just like right now, to take it off to show you. I fuck with it all the time. I spin it and I. And you probably always (coughs) go back to that memory whenever you take it off, like or play with it. When did they get married? (coughs) Just have an idea, like just before, just before I was. They must have got married in. 70 or 71 the the year i was so born. that ring's pretty Dang. fucking old like but even if that was made no, right when no, they got no, married no 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 but it, i don't think it was because i don't think they had that kind of money yeah or 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 the tradition of getting i think they got their wedding bands later on in life maybe like within the first 20 years of their or 15 years or so they maybe got like it like an they got it when they were more established yeah. you mm. know my mom probably had a ring, but my, my dad, I don't remember my dad wearing this as a kid. He had this watch, and I still have the watch that, that uh, he wore, the one that I always remember my dad by, this watch, and I have the watch. I don't think Tara was here for the question. I think she just thinks we're talking about things like we wish we still did or had. Well, that it, is a question, But right? she I said, I wish we were still living in each other's backyards, like, growing up. Motherfucking compound playing. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember you guys as that backyard shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Secret <coughs> underground tunnel. <laughs> yeah, I wish, dude. I wish we had a fucking compound. We gotta build a bridge over this lake right here, Jay. Or this lake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our Hope next deep question. What do you value the most out of people? I think my big thing is like loyalty. I feel like, I mean, you guys all know my best friend. I've been friends with her since preschool, but like, I love that I never have to question her loyalty towards me. You Mm. know what I mean? Like, we go out and there's, 
I can tell Skylar anything, and I never in the back of my head have that worry of, like, is she going to tell someone? Like, you know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah. she's my go-to no matter what, and I love that. That's amazing. I don't think you guys, you, you probably know too. it, but you don't know it, like, to that level. You'll, you'll know, it, like, it, you feel it, but not on the level, like, I don't know, like, you mm. really should. It, I don't have any friend from kindergarten I that do. I'm still in contact with. Mm-hmm. I do. That's amazing, bro. <coughs> that actually, is amazing. Actually, a few. Yeah. There's a few of us that went that's, to Woods Elementary. That's dope. I never I like mean, had like lifelong friends and shit like from school because I moved so many fucking schools. So it's like I, I don't know. It's like dope to hear when people have like those fucking like lifelong friendships with people that went to school with and shit. I mean, I know some people that, and I'm still I still hang around with them, but you know maybe. Junior high-ish or something, but I, I don't. Kindergarten is amazing. Like that's to know, yeah. like you, the, that's some of your first memories. Yeah. And shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you're first learning how to make friends and yeah. shit. You know we what became mean? friends because we both liked the same boy, and we told him <laughs> on the playground together that we yeah. both liked him. Yeah, that's that's hella funny. That's crazy. So, what man. do you guys value the most out of people? They're, they're, like honesty's got to be a, yeah. a big one for me you know just you know be honest you know no matter what don't you know don't try to spare my feelings motherfucker you know because I don't think I'd spare theirs there's there's you know? a few things right and I and I think they're they're probably kind of universal it is just loyalty you want to know that somebody is like got your back. You know, even in situation, whatever, whatever the situations may arise where it, you know, where it loyalty comes into question when somebody displays that it's appreciated and, and like, it's an admirable fucking quality about somebody. And it's mm-hmm. rare, especially in like extreme situations. It's fucking rare, man. I just forgot this wasn't my phone and you were getting a phone call from a number and I pressed decline. <laughs> Did it say a name? No, it was just a number. Eight one three. Fuck him. I don't even know a name. Okay, cool. I just literally hit it, and then I was just thinking, I was like, oh shit, hopefully that's not important. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But I I like truthfulness. You know, obvious shit. Truthfulness. Uh, Um. A sense of humor to me is is huge. Yeah. Like I love that man. I love somebody that uh, like. Aside, because there's a lot of people out there that I not a lot, but there's good people that you know you vibe with and shit, and you respect that they're a good person. But some people's personalities, whatever it may be, just what about you, Eric? Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I value like you know how people treat those that they love and, and care for, you know what I mean? Because, like, if you see like somebody like they treat the people around them hella good. You know, you, you just know that they're like a really good hearted ass person. What about if they treat their mom bad? Oh uh, yeah, no, I can't fuck with you. Yeah, you're a, you're not I don't yeah. think you're a good person if you do that. I mean, there's there's very few instances where it's like I I've, I've met, you know, I've had some friends where like their mom was just a straight piece of shit to them. So I'm like, I kind I get it, you know what I mean? But for the most part, like, you know, you got some people that would just, like, dog the shit out of them. I'm like, bro, your mom does everything for you, and you dog the shit out of them. Like, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with I you? I don't even know nobody that would do that, but I've seen it. I've yeah. seen people talk to their mother very foul, yeah, and that disgusts me. Oh, uh, no, yeah, I know I know a couple people who've done that, and it's fucking, it is disgusting. Especially when I know their mom fucking bends over backwards for them, too. You know, so it's fucked up. 
but you know yeah I don't, I don't know that that to me is like you know how you treat the people around you you know what i mean like if you're always like you know a fucking dickhead to people it's like come on man there's no reason to be like that yeah fuck that um, bro i want to be around positive like just people that are in a good frame of mind like they're mm. fun to be around like, yeah just what about people that are mean to animals <laughs> i don't like that yeah, shit no, bro. that's just weird i don't, I don't like, like that, that shit. shit that's a, a bad reflection on somebody's character yeah mm. that's that's bad this is weird but i think i also admire people that do really good and uncomfortable surroundings like almost people that Some can like it. like i just like i don't know example i mean I think I just go back to Skylar because she's the one person I admire. <laughs> but like Skylar, you're so special <laughs> to me. Skylar can be in any situation, be completely herself, and everyone loves her. And like she's just so like Genuine. like adjustable almost. Like she can literally like I remember when she first started like coming around everyone again. I'm like, okay, well this person does this, this person does this, and I'm like, she's like, okay, and like she's wondering why I'm explaining this, and she goes and. Has a good time, never feels uncomfortable, never complains about anything. She's just so like She's go with the kid. flow, mm -hmm. and I admire that about someone. Someone that can is just easy yeah. to be around, easy going. Yeah, good. yeah, she is very easy going. She's just down for whatever. Yeah. I dig, I dig Scott. I, think she's I like good. that shit too. Like when you could hang out with somebody and they're just not. Like like it's funny, man. There's like this little thing. Like you could have a good friend, and then there's. There's people that you're like, you can hang out with and have a good time. And there's people that you could travel with. Hmm. Like certain motherfuckers, you just can't travel with, man. Like there's certain like people. Me? <laughs> Not that way. I've never had a bad time traveling with you. Have we uh, had a bad time traveling? No, but like, I don't want to do everything. Like everybody. I, I don't try. And, and I respect that, bro. I don't try to like get people like, I'm not going to go out with you and try to keep you out till two in the morning. Yeah. Like that. I'm Fuck, not going to do man. that. Good I'm not, luck. I'm not going to try to get you to drink. I'm not going to try to get you to do, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I know what people are about. I'll try to have people have fun with them. You know, like, but like I'll go places and you'll be like, we're skydiving. I'm like, no, the fuck I ain't. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I ain't doing that. Like, and sometimes I feel like a party pooper because of but i really don't want to do that yeah no, no i get what you're saying you're you're easy going to the point where like Until you will I, go to hawaii and if like everyone wants to go do something okay cool i'm with the plan but i'm not gonna do that because i don't i don't yeah. want to jump off a going plane, you know to what I mean? hawaii in itself was a was a huge thing for me i'd never been right you know like that was huge for me to go to hawaii like that was your first time there? dude i never even wanted to go to hawaii until about the last until about 2015 is when I started wanting, being interested in going to Hawaii. I, love I never Hawaii, wanted to go bro. before. And that, and Tara then, made a good point. She said, on that note, because we were talking about people that can like adjust, she said, I hate a chameleon who changes who they are to fit around the people they they're around. They start talking different Just hella fake, yeah. But that's a good point, because I feel like a lot of people do that, and it does kind of like, sometimes I'll look at them like, whoa, when did this yeah. side of you come out? Like, Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But I feel like there's a lot of things to admire about people. And it could be different right. things for, for different person. people. Right. You know what right. I mean? Not everybody has to be exactly like me. or Like, I love a positive person and Ron B. Sometimes you are not the most positive person. But there's other things <laughs> no. that I admire about. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I am not, a, like, I have my moments. But for the most part, I'm not very, like, I'm a half 
glass half empty right. type of you know oh fuck doomsday's coming i'm that guy well, and i admire people that can stay sober and not drink like you but jay i would hate if that motherfucker <laughs> decided to be sober today <laughs> yeah all the time uh, you'd be like bro come on man this sucks nah i mean i, I agree too like when you're talking about like you know you can't travel with everybody too because sometimes you could take people you know you Bro, go somewhere and then funny. like but they'll, they'll go with you but they fucking make it miserable yeah. the whole time so, too so i love uh bobby blue lips i, I love bobby. bobby blue lips every time i go out of town with this motherfucker <laughs> he gets drunk he throws up he fucking just uh. has to piss at the most inopportune time there is. i mean he's just fucking it's weird bro. messy as a motherfucker and you know how i am about things and stuff and this motherfucker i tell him on the last day i'm like now bobby blue lips don't be fucking drinking today because we have to ride home and you're gonna throw up oh i'm good i'm good i go in the shower the motherfucker's drinking a fucking tall can of blue moon <laughs> and guess what he I up on the it. way home three times <laughs> oh i wanted to fucking choke him to death <laughs> motherfucker it's funny, dude. Uh, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to roll with people that are too fucking complicated to it, wherever you eat, whatever mm. you go do. Everything's like just it's because, I, man, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it it makes me think of the uh, the big football. Like, when we do our <coughs> travel game, dude, I'm, I'm like so down for whatever. Yeah. I don't give a fuck where we go eat. I'm not gonna give anybody a heart. I'm not. I'm gonna try to do everything I can to make it as easy on everybody, right? Sure. Bro, we went to Hawaii with no motherfucking reservations to nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I get down. <laughs> we went fucking like seat of our pants type shit. Yeah, I love that shit, man. We have Paul Sebastian saying, "Shout out Blue Lip, Bobby's the best workout partner." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tara that's... said, "I feel that there are three people that are the worst to travel with: Alan, Gage, and Nova." <laughs> <laughs> Hell her yeah, kids. that's hilarious, man. <laughs> All right. Um, For those next, that don't know, that's her kids. Right. <laughs> um, our next question is What's some advice that you tell others but you don't follow yourself? She oh, oh, God. <laughs> Dude, I'm the king of giving good advice that don't follow it. Yeah, I give uh, great advice. I just don't know how to follow great advice. I don't know. Like, I don't even know if I give good advice. <laughs> <laughs> I tell the girls don't ever try to get drunk. Like the if you're going out to have fun, like just drink a little bit, man. Like just you know have a few, get in the mood. You ain't got to black out every yeah. time you go out. And, and I never set out to do that, but you know once you get you start partying, it's but, hard to yeah. but you, turn it your, off. Yours isn't like. You're not rushing to get drunk. It's the longevity yeah. in which you're drinking that gets you fucking like. I know when you're like at the end. <laughs> you know when I'm getting ready when to you, tap out. When you put in 12 hours, you know, yeah. you're fucking, and then you start becoming kind of uh, combative and, yeah. and want to fuck with motherfuckers and like, oh, fuck, we're getting close. Yeah. 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 Never set out to do that. That's one of my, uh, you know, advice. Fucking follow. Like do something you enjoy in life. Don't don't chase the money. You know I'm not really following <laughs> that advice. Uh, but at least you recognize it. Yeah, yeah. Some motherfuckers never do. My dad never did. Yeah, but I don't think it wasn't money for my dad though. It was he was chasing the work. Mm, the motherfucker loved, loved the, work. the work. 
Yeah. Did he really though? Dude, like what? Yeah. Man, Jay. You should have my mother when she retired, she loved retirement, bro. She loved, you know, watching her shows and not having to get my dad absolutely fucking was miserable in retirement. My dad needed to do something at yeah. all times. He was I'm gonna be like your dad, bro. He I was don't... fucking he had to do he had a garden. Oh man, he just fucking he did not stop, man. And the man had to be moving. It. Had to be moving. Yeah. I think uh <laughs> I give the best, like, you know, health advice and shit. And then I gain, <laughs> there you, there you go. Hell and, yeah. and then I gain hella weight. So I'm like, yeah, you know, fuck it, you know. That's what you should do is you should do this. No, I know. I'm back on my you shit. You have but. lost weight before. So I yeah, feel like yeah, you no. do have a right to give that advice because you've done it before. No, you know I lost, what I mean? I lost hella weight. And I would like give, you know, I like I know what the fuck works. It's just yeah, I didn't it's, make it's, it work on myself. Of, it's yeah. a lot of hard work. It I is. think it's Eric's, hard fucking Eric's work. getting ready to go down the right path. I'm about to bounce right back. He's getting ready to go down the path. And that's why I tried to get involved with the fasting and shit. I wanted to see you fucking do these things with us. Put your body through it. Challenge Fuck yourself. Yeah. I love that yeah. shit. Yeah. And not only do I practice, preach it, I practice it too. Nah, you know? hell yeah. Nah, I know. I think that's the biggest thing though, especially when it comes to health because like, you know, it's like, Nobody wants a fat motherfucker being like, you need to eat healthy and work out. We're like, motherfucker, what are you doing? Like, why, why doesn't it work for you then, motherfucker? You know what I mean? But, why is this big dude always yeah. my diet? Like, goddamn, why don't or, you eat a fucking you, you salad once in a while? See fat personal trainers? I'm like, cool. Uh, yeah, no. Man, I swear. Planet Fitness. Oh, <laughs> fucking horrible. Yeah. I think my biggest thing is I always tell people, like, don't worry. Everything will work out how it should. And yeah. I sit in my bed mm, and I stress, stress. over every little thing like when me and ron blew up and got in that huge argument last week on our podcast where we were just yeah, like we almost fist one. fought mm. i literally was like was oh my i there God. yes i was literally <laughs> like like i was like oh my god did i hurt ron's feelings like did he think i was being mean like and ron doesn't give a fuck ron didn't think twice about that but like <laughs> i overthink every single situation yeah. and i my advice to everyone is like don't worry everything's gonna work out how it should and i, I do not take that over me red flagging your ass. Oh. I'm pro I'm bad with the mental shit too. I'll I'll try to talk people out of these little mental things and at the, and then at the but same But when you're in your shit, oh my god, you know, I can bro. tell you nothing. I'm you that can't, guy. Too. You can't You know I, I'm a warrior, I'm all that. You know what I mean? I worry about things, I fucking uh, dwell on things, I harp on things like the money coming back into the vent <laughs> you know I, mean? I checked that motherfucker three every times day, a day. Yeah. yeah for three weeks fuck yeah nah that's the same thing too like with my anxiety like i know what the fuck works yes, to help bro. out with the anxiety and shit but then when i'm in the middle of it i'm like this ain't fucking working i'm dying you know what i mean like that's a hard one too like oh, you anxiety obviously is the worst fucking it sucks is. it's hard it to sucks. talk like, somebody you when you're not dealing with it you think you're giving somebody some good advice yeah. like my thing is i'll always tell people hey if it makes you feel any better it'll pass man yeah like at but, some but, point but what about when that anxiety turns to panic yeah, then you're oh, that's it. it's done. It's fucked. Let's go to the hospital. I fucking, <laughs> I was having an anxiety of fucking attack one time on the way to to Brentwood, turned into a panic attack. And I know one way to bring me out of these things is for me to eat. Mm. And so fucking, I ran. <laughs> you're eating during a panic attack. You're just Dude, I, food. I fucking ran into a Rayleigh's, bro. <laughs> <laughs> into the fucking the uh, the produce. 
just started smashing <laughs> down fruit, bro, like a fucking fiend. Dude. And it did make me feel better. Did it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish I could have saw that. Oh, I was flipping out. Not bro. necessarily I want, you. I didn't dude. want nobody to see me, bro. I was flipping the fuck out. I just ran straight in there, put my head down, man, and started eating grapes, strawberries, berries, Every plums, I'm smashing everything, man. Motherfuckers looking at him like, what the fuck is and going nobody on? said nothing, but there, I guess there were people looking, but nobody said nothing, man. But I would have told him, hey, look, I'm having this fucking attack. <laughs> yeah, right now. I need this. Do yeah. you guys think finding a purpose in life is necessary? Yes. yes. Yeah. Hands really? down. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think so. You gotta I have some that. kind of purpose. I don't think it has to be like, you know, I'm gonna dedicate my life to this purpose and I'm gonna run for like, it. But like, you have to find like some kind of purpose now, like, in life. I don't, I don't really have. A purpose like right now I don't think Well that's what I was going to say I feel like your purpose can change so much throughout your life That you don't necessarily need to have one to live a good life You know what I mean Like, Because mm-hmm. it changes so much Like, I, I need a purpose And I need to figure out what the fuck this purpose is <laughs> Soon You know one of my purposes is Is to get my little guy squared away yeah. Get him through high school And, and get him in the direction that he's going to go And then I'll feel I'll find something else to stress about yeah. after that. You know what I mean? Like, I was about to say it. Don't don't say <laughs> it. Don't stop good there. I'll be all better, right? Yeah. Well, no, I won't be. But uh, that will take a big part of me when I know that he's going in the right direction. Mm. Man, I just heard a saying. I swear it was today, and it was like, man, uh, uh, fuck, I'll never be able to find this thing again. <laughs> and it was about purpose. But man, I I do think. Do you need a purpose to to live? No, but yeah. to have good quality of life and uh, and to avoid depression and stress, like not avoid it completely, but to not get very to get to these really terrible levels that some people get when you're when you have like a purpose driven life, you, you're distracted from that shit, man. You have a focus. And it could be anything. It maybe right. that is raising your kids, or maybe mm. you're, hopefully not, but you're just really financially driven. Whatever it may be, you know, it's there's purpose is important, and I think it's fucking awesome. I admire people that are passionate about something. Yeah, that's. And dope. I swear, if there's one thing. I get jealous of people of it's motherfuckers that have a passion and they pursue mm. it and love it and they're fanatical, whatever, not maybe not fanatic, whatever. They're obsessive about it. Mm-hmm. I- See, for me, it's like I'm never done chasing. So, like, I went and got my cosmetology license, right? I love doing hair, but I'm like, no, You're I'm not done. The next I'm back thing, in uh. school and I'm like, what if I go to nursing school? Like, that'd be dope. Mm. It's like I'm, I always need some kind of challenge. So, it's like I'm never. I'm never. I thought so I was going to do college school and be done, and now I'm like, nope. What's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah, I, like, I don't think your purpose has to be the same throughout life. No, and I don't think that's realistic because as you mature and as your circumstances change, maybe nobody is really passionate about doing hair. I don't think, but <laughs> no, there is. There is people that are passionate about. You're going to tell me like. You haven't ran into a barber that isn't passionate about this shit? Man, yeah. So, yeah, man, I take that back. Some dudes really get into their craft no matter what it is. And but I'm that, sure there's that's females not, the same way, you know, about doing hair and shit. Yeah. And I, but I think it evolves. <laughs> like, like, I maybe think your purpose you is evolve, something else, not just your yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Or whatever, you know, you whatever may come up or... 
you don't stay the same person your whole fucking life. No. Like, right. like when people say that he changed, everybody changes as they fucking grow. Hopefully you don't change into a fucking piece of shit, but yeah. people change. Our purpose was this podcast, guys. That's For it. sure. It's That's purpose. it. I was bound. God, I, hope not. <laughs> I okay. feel like this I, was I, my destiny. I feel like people think it like they look at pur- like think of purpose as like I need to find something to do that gives me purpose. But I feel like it's like you should just find purpose in everything that you do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just like enjoy everything that you do and like enjoy it all and fucking just be in the moment. You know what I mean? For I sure. wish. I wish I could do that, bro. Okay. Right. I'm interested to hear your guys' opinion. Does your wardrobe reflect who you are? <laughs> no. I don't fucking know. I don't think so. Because there's people that, like, don't have money and they can't do, like, do much and get much. And that doesn't define who they are just because they're, yeah, they're in some broke. fucking they're broke clothes. You know <laughs> what I mean? But it doesn't define who they are. As a person, sure it does. It does? If you were fucked up clothes, you're a fucked up person. Everybody knows no. that. <laughs> Goddamn. No, I don't know. Uh, does, I don't know. I think it might say a little something about you, but it, it's not. I, I dress like I'm always ready to work out because it's most comfortable <laughs> for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, when I put on pants, fuck when a belt fucks with my fucking hernia surgery. You know, it fucks and fucks. I know. Me. You never wear fucking pants. Bro, bro. it fucking, it, it, it hurts me. Like wearing pants the other day, riding to Brentwood. That shit's uncomfortable for me, man. When I fucking sit down, that fucking belt rubs into the scar. And that fucking mm. makes me feel like somebody's kicking me in the fucking nuts. <laughs> All right. We have some more questions, guys. But my iPad's at 5%. So I think we should wrap it up. Or if you guys want to keep going, we can get Lily's laptop, whatever you guys think is best. How We're much already time are we at? We're at an hour and a half time. or so. Yeah, an mm-hmm. hour and a half. It's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Fuck people are saying our podcasts aren't long enough. Remember when we used to shoot for an hour? Yeah, that's what I heard uh-huh. at the I mean, I could, we could get one more question out if you guys want. Yeah, come see. on. Let's do one more and then we'll quit. Um, okay, well, let's try to get... We could probably get through at least two of these. Does having the right intention mean you're a good person? No. <laughs> Following no. through on the good intentions is probably what makes you the good person. Even then, you can, you can have the right intentions but still do fucked up shit. You know what my dad used to have a saying? He'd say the road to hell was paved with good intentions. Mm. I don't know, but that's what <laughs> I don't know what that I'm meant, gonna, but you know. Yeah. Nah, I feel like, yeah, because for you, your right intentions are like, well, I need to do this because this is what I need. This is what I need, so I'm going to fuck these people over to get that. That's my right intention. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's like subjective. nobody over, Eric. No, no, I'm not talking <laughs> about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying like people can... You know, what their right intentions are may not be, the you know, a good thing. It may not be fucking positive. You, you know what I love, bro? It, this is a little off topic. But when a saying, like, like uh, for your dad, that made sense, bro. Oh, he had all kinds <laughs> and of And I, I don't know what in his life, uh, like, made that so. But, like, for me, uh, so Ron's dad is saying the... the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I remember... It's, I think he's saying that... Every, you know, everybody has, you know, good intentions, but it's not just having them, it's acting on them. Yeah, right? maybe, or, or like in your pursuit of these things that you want, all the negative shit that you're, all the evil negative mm. shit you're doing to get to that destination. My dad was a conundrum. <laughs> all right, our last question, guys. What are some lessons you're learning in life right now? Yeah. Man. 
I think I've I touched on some of them, man. Work, work-life balance and, and what's really important in life. And one of the fucking... This capitalism and man, I go deep. I'm gonna, I swear, I'm gonna outline an episode <laughs> for this shit. I, I've never thought about capitalism more in my life than I have hanging out with you and especially you showing <laughs> me that movie Fight Club. And now I'm, I'm really aware of it now. Yeah. Of, of, of my spending and buying and mm. do I really need uh, 27 pairs of one kind of fucking shoe? Nike? Yeah. Do I really need 100 pairs of fucking Jordans? Yeah. Do I, you know, it's weird, no. man. Like I've, I, it's, uh, it's like my adult whatever way of like as I've grown into an adult and my age that I'm at now, the things I struggle with are like materialistic shit and capitalism and the American way and all this shit, man. It's too much for me. <laughs> it it's like. I don't know. I don't want to fucking. Uh, I, I'm. We're gonna have an episode because I, I. I don't like to like go down this path for our episodes. Like I don't want to go that deep. But we're about to one of these episodes. I swear to God, we're gonna talk about my revolution. We're gonna get deep off into this shit. Your revolution. We're gonna fight back, bro. We're gonna. Oh, we're gonna. We. we the, it, it eventually, good people are gonna get tired. Man, bro, it's they're gonna like, get fucking tired of the shit that's going on. Being taxed fifty fucking percent. Oh, and being taxed every way, bro. When you every, make it, when, when you, you spend, spend it, it, when you own it, when you own it, you're still paying. Yeah. Fuck these mother. Let's fucking do it now. Yeah, we're gonna fucking come up with a clever way to fucking. All right, I had a good idea. Why don't we end um, our podcast? We'll end it with a little song, and then we'll answer the rest of the It's Only Three questions for the people that joined us on live tonight. What are the questions? Well, we have to end it first. I don't want my phone. I don't (laughs) want my iPad to die and not save this. So let's. What are we going to put it on? We'll just just do it on my phone, on the people that joined our live video. Oh, okay. okay. So any shout-outs, guys? Uh, Always. Jeff Rowe, my mama, um, and uh, Chava. Jay? Big Mike. Yes, Big Mike and AJ. AJ. Uncle and Ran. Uncle, Uncle Ran. Big Ran, Big Ran. And I want all the people who came out to a live show, yeah, man, I thank appreciate you so much. it. Thank that, you so much. Uh, just so you guys know, like, what we're getting from that, man, we're trying to make this show better. We ain't, you know, that, that's <laughs> all that. I know who I on your money, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it ain't, we're, we're not doing any extravagant shit. We're trying Balling. to fucking take that and make this show better. Flip it. Any yeah. shout-outs, Eric? Yeah, shout-out Duda. Shout-out Vinny Mac. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't that some back home, buddies in the field, mud on the wheels, yeah. Ain't that some thick smoke?